0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Phil Crowd Survival Podcast. I'm your host and co-host, Mert, yeah. Mike, and Kurt. Together we are make Mert. Mert. You know, Kurt's <laughs> kids call me Aunt Mike, and together we're Mert, Mike yeah. and Kurt. Yeah. Um, we so, can't
1: say the other nickname that we had for... What was the other one? It's bad. It's a. It's actually a racial slur, and we probably shouldn't use that in the podcast. An Asian so
0: thing? It's
2: Mert. No. It's the opposite of...
1: Oh! <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, let's yeah, not do it's that. bad. Yeah, it's yeah. Bad. Well, uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. Yeah,
1: well, has it been that long? It's no, only it been hasn't. Like, but you know, what? I feel like shit though because people DM us and I, they that's message what I mean. us, and, and like the pot. Obviously, guys, the podcast is one uh, poker in the fire, if you will. We've got about twenty pokers in the fire I right now. Poker in the fire. I'm <laughs> yeah. um, poking somebody's fire right now, dude. We we, we have been. I, in like, a good way. We've been busy, which is good. I'm
0: getting like four or five hours of sleep. like, And that's weird because I I can get seven hours if I want. Yeah. But I go to bed at like two in the morning and the sun, because I don't have uh, shades, wakes me up. <laughs> and then I'm up at like six or seven. I have this
1: picture of you and the cats and Pearl in the house. and I'm like, going to shit, You're dude. sitting Indian style naked, like typing on your computer. I was I like know. a
0: 25 year old, 40 year old <laughs> dude. And now I'm like aging prematurely. Yeah. It's not like cool. Yeah. We're grinding
1: life. though. We're grinding. We're it's trying grind. to make shit happen. So
0: It's the grind. And so uh, we've been doing mindset stuff, right? We, the daily modern mindset stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, yours has been daily. You know, I take a couple days off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, so we actually have a, uh, what's a... What's a co-co-host? A co-co... No, this is like... A co-co-host. This is actually
1: the, the building of the Philcraft Tribe main... Yeah. Uh, HQ. Yeah, HQ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you guys saw anything recently about a recalling of tribe member number 69, tribe member 69 actual, don't freak. Uh, we posted something on our story about a guy that unfortunately got arrested and, in a tribe shirt. In, in a field craft shirt, and we happen to know the deputy sheriff that may or may not have taken this man into custody. But they let him
0: off a felony because he was part of the tribe. (laughs) So if you're in the tribe... Listen, guys,
1: (laughs) go to fieldcraftsrevival.com, become a member of the tribe, and do not get charged with a felony firearm possession, all
0: right? You get three off-the-cuff, get-out-of-jail-free cards if uh, you're in the tribe. Anyways. Yeah, anyways, we have today, we have uh, Zach... You guys, we've been plugging Zach. Hold on a second. I like this flow because I want (laughs) Zach's input in shit we're talking about. Okay,
1: all right, all right. Yeah, so introduce Zach then.
0: So Zach is Underscore Team Philcraft. Underscore Team Fieldcraft. We we hired um, Zach to run all med stuff, and Zach's got a pretty cool career background. So welcome, Zach.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Mike. He's like, this is awkward,
1: and my first podcast, (laughs) and let's do this.
0: These motherfuckers just had a beer and said, we're doing a podcast. I think it's awesome. Zach, you know, what's your experience with pararescue? We've always worked pararescue downrange.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the bottom line is anytime we were in a troop or whatever environment and we were deploying, uh, my last deployment was Iraq 2014, Uh, when ISIS swept into Mosul and we reacted from another company, came to Baghdad to fucking save the day. There was no day that needed saving, but we were there. Um, in yeah, but we had a PJ, a pararescueman, and we also had a combat controller attached to us. So it was cool to be able to work with uh, you know, other enablers from other services. And so Zach brings that background of being a pararescueman, uh, both on active duty and he's a reservist now, which is cool.
0: So. Yeah, so Zach, tell us about yourself. What's, what's your deal, dude?
1: Yeah. Uh, Why are you here? We're both staring at him right now, and he's like, fuck, my first podcast. Why are you here? Go ahead Uh, and talk.
2: We'll look away. Yeah. (laughs) So just got out of active duty, switched over to reserve, Um, moved up here to Colorado, kind of. Get out of the desert, play in the woods. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, well, you live, yeah, you live in a really cool place. I'm not going to say the name of the town, but we're all kind of locally oriented here in southwestern Colorado. Yeah. And you are literally in the backcountry. Um, yeah, and, I'm up at like 9,000 feet. Yeah, which provides all kinds of different opportunities for your expertise, which is what you know. What a pararescueman do. Uh, so yeah, obviously the
2: med, but we're also into high angle rescue, swift water rescue. Um, pretty much any rescue you yeah. can think of. And Anything, like, yeah. which
1: you roll with like a fucking snowmobile in the back of your vehicle. Because <laughs> I times. feel like you're ready to deploy in like <laughs> this winter wonderland and be like, "Hey, somebody's buried by an avalanche!" Fucking Zach's like, "Deploy, you know, snowmobile." Yeah, out of the back of the truck. <laughs>
0: so so uh, yeah, that's cool. You go up there? Uh, what What made you want to move to Silverton? Like in the middle of nowhere, Colorado.
1: <laughs> Never mind. We weren't going to say where he lives. <laughs> this but... cool. I posted online.
0: All the time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, go go Silverton's tack- a right. big town. No, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah.
1: Silverton's huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: mostly just want to get out of the desert and be as opposite as possible from the desert. Of just really over being in the desert. Uh, <laughs> so you're originally from originally from the Northeast. Uh, just miss the mountains. Miss the trees snow and all Yeah, that which stuff.
1: you were on active yeah. duty, what, in Tucson, Arizona? Yep. And you were working out of an air wing there, right, as, a, as an active duty pararescueman. Yep. And now you're a reserve pararescueman. And so we brought Zach in, obviously, to teach uh, med based off of his medical expertise. And then we hope uh, in the future we're going to be doing some other cool uh, rescue type um, courses and overlanding courses where Zach brings a you know a medical capability to Fieldcraft that we really haven't had up until this point bringing them in, so.
2: Yeah, having said that, um, if you guys have any ideas for classes or whatever, just DM me and Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll get yeah. some stuff.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and it's Zach fight. underscore Team Fieldcraft. Yep, and then uh, if you wanna email me, it's med at com. That's right, yeah. Hey, don't be shy, guys. Uh, we appreciate a lot of the ideas that uh, that all of our listeners come up with, and it helps drive us to think in a lot of different directions uh, that helps create, you know, great experiences for both our clients and then people that are viewing us on social media and listening to the podcast. And so we appreciate when you guys do that stuff. So hit them up at Zach underscore team Philcraft or med at fieldcraftsurvival survival.com um, with ideas of maybe some things that you'd like to see in the future in those uh, areas of expertise.
0: So tell me, like, let's, because I know a lot of people ask about this, and I have no idea because I was never a PJ, but um, what's, what, number one, what made you want to be a PJ? You know, you know, out of all the things you could have did, why PJ?
2: Yeah, so, when I was first looking at the military, I uh, I wanted to do something more towards helping people than hurting people. Um, That's what me and Kurt did. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, once I joined the military, it was a totally a different story, but... Yeah, and then uh, literally, I was just looking on the Air Force website, saw PJ, and I was like, that looks hard. I want to
1: try that, (laughs) see
2: if I can do that. So
0: basically, you like to take on difficult things. Yeah. (laughs) Which it is. Pararescue has it. Do you know off the top of your head what the attrition rate is for Pararescue?
2: Anywhere between like 80 and 90%. My graduating class. Damn. um, Yeah, my NDOT class started with. 150 or 155, and we graduated 23, and then lost a couple dudes throughout the pipeline after that.
0: So you guys, and I know this because uh, you guys infill with us on all kinds of platforms, but you guys have to go to free fall and combat dive school, right?
2: Yep, that's correct. Yep.
0: And I'm assuming that the dive portion, the pool portion, is where you lose all the guys.
2: Um, actually, it's it's the pool at indoc and then uh, we lose a couple at dive school, but. Pretty much everyone who's scared of the water is gone by
0: Where do you mode. go to, where do you guys go to dive school at? Is it key key west? Uh, or your own Panama City. Oh your own? Yeah, they yeah, have yeah, their own PCB.
2: Now. it's where like the Navy dive school is, Got
0: right it. There. Do SEALs so. go to that same school? No. Just you guys? Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
2: it is it's Air Force Combat Dive. We're just co located with combat like, controllers go to that same school. Yep. Yep. And we're just co located with the uh, like Navy deep divers.
0: That's awesome. What so what for you was the hardest part of the pipeline? Uh, it
2: was dive school for me. Uh, I did three of them.
0: <laughs> nice, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What was? I mean, what's the difficult portion? What is it that gets everybody? Uh,
2: so there's tank treads where you're just treading water with tanks on your back. That's hard, but you can power through it. And then uh, one man comp. If you get, you guys can see that Discovery show. They show. Is it some the one they put them
0: underwater and they pummel them?
2: Yeah, they put you underwater. Oof. They pummel you for a minute. Then they rip the rip the regulator out of your mouth, tie it in a knot behind your back, and you have to untie it and get it back in your mouth. You get a couple breaths, and then they keep doing it. They do it, the time is like classified or whatever, how long they do it. But, uh, and then they do this unrecoverable knot, and you have to take it off your back and just breathe off of it. And it's, I could never figure out which one was unrecoverable and which one
0: was just a regular <laughs> knot. So. That's awesome, dude. I got to
2: do it a few times.
0: That's, yeah. that, is that what got you, That actually that of it?
2: Yeah. Yep. It was that event.
0: And when that, when you fail that event, do you go back and recycle that event, or do you recycle the whole thing? You recycle the whole thing. You go.
2: Oh. They ship you back to indoct, so you get to go back to your instructors and tell them you're a failure. Uh,
1: so you go to get another state.
0: Yeah. And they get smoked again, and then go back through. Correct. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And this is it's, good it's actually that's yeah. why i went in the army yeah that's
1: why <laughs> we didn't do mike and i didn't do any water shit we did free fall skydiving stuff
0: and ranger school they just slap you in the face and push you in the pool <laughs> yeah. and if you can get out of the pool you're yeah. Your, yeah go. yeah that's
1: no cool, i think man. no it's a good story about you know your resilience and the fact that i'm sure there's going to be some listeners on here that are like either thinking about becoming pjs or combat controllers or potentially being green berets that go to a dive team and it's like Hey man, if you want it bad enough, like go get it. You know what I mean. So yeah. you, you got to jump back in and and get after it. So it's a good takeaway uh, that you're not a quitter. So yep.
0: uh, that's why you're with Fuel bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about current events, cause you know there's been what we were just talking about. There's something about yeah. social media that came up with the uh, the government shutdown, right? Yeah, but I mean we don't yeah. Well, I saw this post, some dude posted, it and he said, "I was going to say, "What did you see?" <laughs> <laughs> it's in my head. You should know this, bro. It's, I'm on Wi-Fi right now. <laughs> um, so it was a post saying, uh, when the NFL players were taking knees, all the, the news media was going insane. Sure. And then we go two days, and the military's not getting paid. Yeah. And nobody's saying a word. Nobody took a knee for that, eh? Yeah, nobody's, nobody's <laughs> saying a damn word. And it, it's weird because we've been through, over 20 years in the military, we've been through government shutdowns. But nothing like this where it's still shut down. No, no, no. Yeah. It's going into, through the weekend, but payments stop. It's a stop loss. I mean, it's, I don't, it's not a stop loss. <laughs> it. But it, we're not, nobody's getting paid. Nothing's yeah. moving. So, yeah, so,
1: so the the update to that, since this is a current event, is yeah. that it's actually good to go. Is it? Yeah, the Democrats um, That's actually. That's win today. Yeah, so everybody fucking held hands and and uh, and sang kumbaya, and they and Trump signed a bill passing the budget. But we like to talk about this kind of stuff. We don't like to get too uh, super political. Um, But there were a lot of different things that went on that 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 caused the government to shut down. Um, You know, personally, we have our different opinions about what we think about that. But anyways, either way, shutting the government down is bullshit. Uh, We need to pay our fucking military. We need to pay people that put their asses on the line to protect the United States of America. Let's get
0: passionate about people who are protecting our country and less passionate about entertainers who are entertaining us. Right. And um, as we
1: say that, we may potentially be entertaining you in like nine months. That's <laughs> so classified.
0: That is classified. <laughs> um, but we don't get paid for that. I mean, not really. Yeah. So, we're
1: we're, we're self proprieting entertainers
0: anyways. That's it. So we're, we're uh, actually looking at a, a school shooting that took place actually today. It says two dead, 17 wounded in Kentucky high school, 15-year-old, opened fire uh, at a high school in rural Kentucky, killing two and wo- winning others. And, you know, it's interesting. I did a post Actually, on Phil Craft's survivals page, um, well, I I handed it to our post guy who posted it, but it was showing statistics of the deadliest mass shootings in modern history. Oh, yeah. And The interesting thing is 90% uh, of those shootings, actually, I think all of them but a couple, uh, of the largest shootings took place in the last 10 years. Yeah. And so, you know, including Vegas, Orlando, you know, 58 were killed, 49 injured. I'm sorry, uh, 49 were killed, 58 injured. And Vegas were 58. I think 58 went to 59 because one of them, uh, passed. somebody passed. Yeah. It's 59 and 500 people were injured. Yeah. And so I posted that because I want to, you know, this is Phil Philcraft's survival podcast. And we're, we're always stressing this training and stuff. But, I, you know, people don't take that shit serious anymore. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's a, I think, <clears throat> I've actually talked to some different people recently and I had a great conversation with uh, somebody that I trained this last weekend in Phoenix. And, you know, everybody wants to pretend like that shit's not gonna happen to you or your family. And, uh, you know, we know better because, just because, you know, our learning curve in special operations was so uh, sharp, that learning curve, because we're in constant environments where people are getting fucking killed and blown up and, you know, and you see the worst of what sometimes humanity has to offer that we know how bad things can get and how rapidly they can get out of control. And so obviously that's what makes us passionate about doing what we're doing now and making sure that people are educated about, you know, and that's why we're excited about having Zach here doing the med piece uh, because we got the gunfighter piece locked down and we brought in other people to help out with med, but having Zach here now is, is obviously a plus, but this shit is serious. Like you gotta take this shit serious. and And, and we don't teach from a point of fear. It's literally like, hey, be prepared for bad things to happen because we live in a crazy world and God forbid something happens and you're untrained, right? Because we always have this saying at Fieldcraft that you're not going to rise to the occasion. You're going to rise your level of training and it it gives you something to fall back on. For example, how to apply a tourniquet to an arterial bleed. You know, these are basic things um, that you don't have to invest a shit ton of money into get trained and have the right equipment to actually affect your ability to survive in a shitty situation.
0: Yeah, I mean you know, that's like <laughs> that that is really the entirety of the tribe concept, which is, you know, we noticed that a lot of people that were involved with the company that were more intimate uh, about communicating with us that they wanted more information. Right. Right. They want not only out, outside of skill set, they wanted mindset. They wanted, hey, what do I need to eat? Yeah. And so what we've done is developed this whole tribe uh, upgrade, you know, I, I got an email the other day which kind of bummed me out. But the dude was like, you know, it seems really expensive for three hundred sixty dollars. Yeah, and the way I look at it, look at it is, it's at less than a dollar a day, right? It's three fifty nine uh, ninety nine. And you're getting access to content which we upload every couple weeks. I feel like we're doing
1: <laughs> an well, infomercial well, for it, like yeah, I know. For less than a <laughs> dollar a day. You can feed a kid and yeah. Like,
0: Do you want to die? <laughs> <laughs> Be prepared.
1: Sorry, I had to. But yeah, it just no. Like I know the track that you're on, and it totally makes sense. It's like less than a dollar a day. You have access to all this information that could potentially save your life, right? Because yeah. we're teaching from real world experience. Of being in a lot of different environments, situations, and we know what assets to bring to bear against those problem sets to make you successful and
0: have a positive outcome. Well, you know, we're adding the whole, the whole pyramid. I was about to say pyramid scheme. <laughs> the whole pyramid scheme here is. We're not doing pyramid schemes. <laughs> yeah. um, the whole pyramid is mind, body, and skill set, right? Yeah, so it's there's the like mind. There's like a triangle, I think. It is a triangle. Yeah, it's like a triangle. It could be a circle. Uh, no, uh, we'll just make it a triangle. <laughs> yeah, Let's go a there. triangle, triangle. But it's at the top, you know. Your it's mind, it's your willingness or your will will to uh, be resilient and make it through that. But also your it's my, the
1: umbrella that yeah everything that else, shields everything yeah.
0: else. Uh, body fitness, right? Your physical fitness level, which is something that we're adding to the tried up tribe upgrade That's and right. uploading content. We're starting. We're doing ninety day programs. Which
1: actually, yeah, tell people about that. The ninety day program, and then if you're already a tribe member.
0: If you're a tribe member, you get it for free. Yeah, you're you know? going to
1: have access to that. We're just adding
0: yeah. more to the, the, the tribe yeah, yeah. to the upgrade. So you know, if you're in the upgrade, you get that, and also you get the biggest thing that uh, that people don't realize is this whole expo thing, right? We have this expo dropping April six, seven, and eight. But if you're a tribe upgrade member, which is three six fifty 99 you get into the expo for free the first day, where you get to spend time with us, you get dinner with us. And then you get admission for free, right? So you're you're getting days with the trainings for free to train with us on a yeah. daily level. So what do for we? Six hours. So it's we charge
1: what? Yeah, we charge for a for a gunfighter course or a basic pistol 275. course. So two seventy five. Yeah. yeah, and you get you know nine a.m. to two p.m. Yep. So yeah, this is yeah. You,
0: well, you get the coin, which I, dude, I have the coin thing is awesome. I think the coin thing is cool. I get people like repping their coins in uh, the Middle East.
1: Yeah, that was badass. Um,
0: yeah. You get the hat and T-shirt, but then you use a coin for the uh, to tie into the expo, and then also you get the tribe. I think the coolest thing about this, honestly, because I interact with everybody, is the tribe upgrade Facebook the close page. Right. That we can interact with these uh, these men and women that want to better themselves, and everybody's talking about like, hey, what's the best gun setup? What's your EDC? What's your what EDC? It, yeah. Here's a picture, and it's cool because it's again it's building this community. So right. What we're what you know. What we're excited about with Zach is we're adding the med capability. Right. To me, honestly, with all the skill sets, med is the most important skill set because the likelihood of you shooting a bad guy in the face or being confronted with that, statistically, eighty like percent. It's like eighty, <laughs> med one hundred percent. Yeah, you are, dude. Since I got off active duty, I've been in an active gunfight. In real life, as a yeah. civilian, which is it was I a drug it was a
1: drug deal gone bad, guys. <laughs> yeah. we, we I was dealing the that. drugs, and <laughs> something went wrong.
0: Um, but I, I, I was in that. I didn't expect to be in that. I can't talk about that anymore <laughs> yeah. than that is. But um, but also, I've been confronted with a lot of med scenarios where I've used med kits that on casualties. True. Yeah, hell, I was in Africa doing like a staff uh, JTX exercise uh, with uh, counterterrorism, and ran across a kid who was hit by a car, an African. Uh, kid who was hit by a car and how to put tourniquets on yep, and that that stuff that that skill set not only for yourself But your family is, is very important. So agreed. So what the f- are you up to because you got I mean, dude, you're you're like on. Are you asking me or Zach? No, you. You got all kinds of shit going on.
1: Well, you you gave me that. I know. I'm just playing it off. My left and right limits are pretty wide at Fieldcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No. So uh, this coming week, I'm headed to Shot Show. Which uh, here's my fucking excited face. If you guys can see this through the the audio. Looks like your. If you can see through audio, by the way, (laughs) DM me. Yeah. Because you're fucking special. Anyways. Um, no, I'm headed to SHOT Show. Uh, we've got some exciting uh, things going on there with some folks that we're meeting. About. Ashley Horner? Yeah, potentially exciting. yeah, potentially uh, linking up with uh, Ashley, which is going to be cool because we both um, have realized uh, after checking out what she's doing for a living and how inspirational she is, she's pretty friggin' awesome. And so I'm excited about that. So hopefully we get to link up and shoot, shoot the shit and find out what's going on with her and hopefully there's more for field craft uh working with Ashley Horner in the future podcast something yeah at a minimum podcast because I'd really love to to hear about her being uh you know the entrepreneur that she is which is super cool and then Dave yeah, Wood yeah Birch's, so uh, outdoors. outdoors yeah so there's some there's a bunch of cool meetings that we're doing out there um, and then the bottom line is i'm going to be saying what's up to people and representing fieldcraft and I'm, dan edwards dan edwards from Revley peak ranch yep. who's a good buddy of ours um jason just, hamilton <laughs> yeah, jason hamilton u.s night vision um no but yeah so cool stuff going on there i'll be there thursday and friday um and then i'll bounce back to california or excuse me colorado and then obviously we've got courses coming up we're super busy Uh, On the 3rd of February Basically Mike's teaching in Las Vegas I'm teaching in Texas with John Underscore Team Philcraft And Zach is going to be in Phoenix Teaching a trauma med course um, On the 3rd Yeah on the 3rd of February as well And then I'll be teaching on the 4th of February In Texas as well which is a Carbine gunfighter course and then uh, We've got more stuff coming up Yeah I know there's shit everywhere
0: Zach tell me about your course What, What course are you doing February 3rd uh, so, Wait, it's in Phoenix, right? Yeah. I just literally wrote this down. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. We just put this on the site. It's it's up now. Go ahead.
2: So yeah, it's gonna be basics of trauma, uh, teaching patient assessment, how to stop bleeding, airway management, and all that. And then on top of that, like kit management, how to realistically carry
0: um, med kit. Yeah. Uh, well, so some...
2: so you're not carrying like a med ruck to a concert.
0: Well, you, you, know you made mean? you made that point. I saw your point on Phil the upgrade, the close yeah. page. Where some dude showed his EDC, mm-hmm. and, and and it is actually conveniently it packed. It awesome. Yeah, because it's just a little bit, yep. just
2: enough to save your life. You know, maybe you're you're not gonna have all the uh, like the comforts, like you're whatever. You're not gonna obviously you're not gonna have pain meds or anything, but like it, it's it's, all it's the just basics. enough to That's... save your life. The basics to save your life, and you're not. You're not overwhelmed with the amount of gear that you're carrying. So you're a not realistic g- amount of gear that fits in your pants <laughs> <or> whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. I got, got a lot of gear that So fits you're not in carrying bag. a fucking a
1: three-day bag <laughs> yeah. that's, that's ACU right. uh, <laughs> into a Western concert or something crazy like that, right? Yeah, because I... I get but it's it. like you're, the, you're the basic to go, stuff, which is what we teach. Right. To be prepared, but still
2: like go out and have a good time and not be pinging all the time that you know, you're know something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Now, but
0: to be prepared for it you you also which you prompted us for this cuz I don't like giving away free shit in courses unless it's something like you uh like you talk, recommended, talk to us about. Recommended, yeah which is the cat tourniquet and it, you the people who register for this course that go through the training they're going to get taught the rat or the cat tourniquet but also you recommended that they keep it w- what's significant about like the, the tourniquet period and why that I yeah. don't
1: know you so tell <laughs> <laughs> you're the medic yeah, you
0: you're telling me. me medic
2: so we're including the tourniquet with the price of the course. Um, number one, because I think it's the most important, um, most important thing to save your life. I mean, the first thing on my I have a checklist. of Anytime I'm doing an assessment on somebody, it starts with massive hemorrhage. So if there's anything you can do for someone, is to stop their stop bleeding. Yeah, don't so, let them leak out, basically. Yeah, and you know, there's other there's other ways you can have a a big bleed. You know. Shot in the box or junctional sites, whatever. But mad talk. Yeah. yeah. What? Sorry. Shot in the box.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get shot in the box. That sounds dead. Yeah, bro. That's that, painful. That, that makes me feel like it's like below the belly button if I get shot I in the box. I just pooped up my box. It's burning. That it was uncomfortable. <laughs> You guys know what I mean? The, what is the, a box? Well, you have it. a sucking box wound, <laughs> anyways.
0: <so laughs> we got at you. Okay, we digress. Don't yeah, be sorry. Yeah. What, what is a box? What is that?
2: Um, I mean, it's basically inside your
1: belly legs. button to so, neck. Yeah.
2: Belly yeah. button to neck. Pretty much your shot there, you
1: hit something bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, bad. Yeah, <laughs> but you I know, love the, this. We've we've got we've got a PJ, and he's like, if you're shot between the belly button and the neck, <laughs> that's bad. bad. That not good. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. good though. No, but so so. And we'll talk
2: about managing uh, wounds like that. But I think the tourniquet is significant because it's such a quick, um, quick and easy way to stop a bleed. But it, it can be done le- wrong.
1: And the skill level, even with the age of the person, that. Um, that has to apply it. I mean, you know, that's something that can be taught to, you know um, You know, for example, my daughter who's you know, 11 going on 12 absolutely or even younger, you know Yeah, you could teach a kid that all the way up to you know, an adult um, That has basic learning skills and understands like hey, this needs to go high you know, on the leg, for example, as high as you can get it, and sure. then you just show them the application of what tourniquet they're using and how to basically shut that bleeder off, right? Absolutely. Yep. Having you know
2: having said that, like you can teach it to a kid, but it can be done wrong. And sure. We see it done wrong a lot. So I think it is important to train with it and actually know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But having you know, you can still it, it doesn't take an extreme amount of skill to figure it out
1: that's yeah and that's the (laughs) point i was trying to drive home is like with these basic life life life-saving skills that i think that you know that uh not that i think i know that Phil Kraft is teaching yeah um these are things that people can pick up uh relatively easy and then you know and then we talk about a lot of other things like the stress and everything else that comes along with being in a traumatic situation and how to how to work through that um, and actually give people again the training uh, that they can fall back onto so that way they're not like i'm gonna have this miraculous rise to the occasion and i'm just gonna know how to apply tourniquets in a mass casualty situation and all this stuff going on no you know you need to come and get trained uh by individuals like ourselves who have done this for a long time have been in pretty shitty situations Um, and know how to apply the basics of these things and understand how to employ all of it, right? Absolutely. I think the mindset portion of medicine is extremely important.
2: Uh, One, to to be able to take control, and then two, to be able to give that control back up once someone more qualified than you shows up. Once 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 people establish that control, they want to hang on to it, but it the ego needs to go out the window
1: when it comes to medicine. When someone yeah. more qualified than you shows up, it's time to give it up. Which I think would be we'll easier for that. yeah, for a civilian that throws a tourniquet on and then a paramedic shows up. I know like for me personally, when the higher level of care shows up, I know to, you know, again, I've been trained, but I know to get the fuck out of the way so those guys can continue to help save this person's
0: life. Sure. So, no, it's all it's all good stuff, man. And so uh outside of that training stuff, we have a lot of stuff going on, man. We have uh, the 27th, we 28th, can't tell you about 75% of it. Yeah, <laughs> we're super busy. The 27th to 28th, I'll be in uh, Arizona teaching uh, gunfighter pistol. That's right, carbine. There is a couple slots left for carbine. There is. Um, so if, it's still up right now. So if you guys see slots available, you can sign up. I hey, don't... also, there are two hours. So,
1: guys, this is something that we just started doing this year. We didn't really do it a lot last year. But anytime you see us teaching somewhere we are available for private instruction after the organized courses so for whatever reason you know if uh, you can't make it for the organized course which typically takes place between 9 a.m and 2 p.m um you know you are you can dm us you can send an email to training at i'm the one managing that and so i look at those and i say hey you know this person would like private training and so we book you against an instructor to be able to have some one-on-one time with either myself, Mike, uh, Zach, and then we've got some other guys in there that that are capable of, of doing some instruction uh, as well. So don't be shy and hit us up about that. If you see an organized class somewhere, ask if we're doing private training afterwards.
0: We, just, we also just put up L.A. yesterday, right? We did, So yeah. L.A., we're doing a survival seminar. That's like a... That's Los Angeles, not Louisiana, right? Yeah. Okay, I, don't I, just... want to, I actually wrote it out because intentionally I didn't want anybody to think it was that. But L.A., you know, our biggest followings are actually in New York and L.A., and we wanted to like cater to those followings. Yeah. And we want to do a survival seminar on Saturday, which is February 10th. Um, and then leading to Sunday, we have a PA buddy uh, named Mike who is local in L.A. who will be teaching some uh, trauma considerations. Um, on that Sunday, and we'll be talking active shooter scenarios, uh, really the catastrophe scenarios tied into the trauma that you might experience and some things to think about. Right. For example, hey, if you're in an active shooter si- situation, you're not just going to immediately start treating casualties. And I think that's a mistake that people make, right. um, where they think uh, they drop security or they, they do not get away from the situation because they want to save somebody's life when, and actually, you know, it's, it's actually difficult to. It's actually difficult to teach that because it took me years in SF to like understand that process. There's a lot of considerations. Wait, I want to save this dude's life. Well, oh yeah, that's right. If you're in a gunfight or if there's an active shooter and then you get shot, well, you just you're adding
1: to the pile of casualties. Absolutely,
0: and you're just you know you're leading it down a dirt a bad road, and there's no recovery from that. So um, be smart about that. And we talk those considerations through the entire course. Um, What else? Yeah. So,
1: well, you talked about January. I basically had a diarrhea moment of February. So, if you guys are interested in any of this, just go to the website. It's uh, You'll see all the courses up there. Obviously, uh, hopefully you're following our social media. We're constantly updating people on that kind of stuff. Probably this day and age, the easiest way to find out what's going on um, because we're constantly updating people on courses and Answering questions through DMs and stuff like that, so don't be shy to hit us up, and we'll get back to you as quickly as we can.
0: You know, I forgot to mention we're going to be with Gun Fu Fighter. We're going to be with uh, Mason. Yeah. Um, you'll be with John underscore Team Philcraft. Right. Um, I'll be with. You've got Grim, Marlon, and Grim. Yeah. Up in uh, uh, Vegas. You will. So yeah, you know our network is pretty much underscore Team Philcraft. Um, if they're not, we we tag all those dudes on Fieldcraft Survival. So make sure you follow them and then and see their background, because we're really picky about who we associate, especially in the preparedness realm. Yeah, we want to make sure they have experience, but they're also great instructors.
1: Yeah, I think we we I think we've done uh, a good job on that in the sense of not only have we you know obviously Mike and I's background is the special operations background, Zach as well. Um, but we've got other folks out there that are first responders, whether they're a paramedic, a SWAT guy, you know, an LE guy, whatever it is. And then we also have civilians, straight up civilians who are passionate about what they're doing, um, who also, I think, bring a lot of credibility to the whole tribe concept, right? Because it's not just, uh, you know, a couple former soft guys, it's everybody, right? So it's like all these different experienced uh, people in their different genres or whatever they're doing, um, and then we're all providing information to make people better, which is, you know, our the end state at Fieldcraft is to prepare you, obviously to survive, but to make you a good person too and to, to help make you a better person.
0: I just want to laugh at your face right now. Why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> that was way too inspirational. That was way
0: too inspirational. Sorry. That was Modern Mindset shit right there. Yeah, sorry. All right, we're back to
1: Fieldcraft. Hey, <laughs> fuck you guys. And, uh... <laughs>
0: Dual hat it, man. You yeah. gotta reverse the ball cap.
1: Um, Stop being a pussy, fucking. Don't quit. Don't. Uh, be a fucking quitter.
0: What is it? What is it called? That that dude we always. Who?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crush everything. <laughs> crush everything. Hashtag every day, eh, all the time. <laughs> uh, we hope uh, to bring uh, much more depth this year to crush everything every day all the time. <laughs> No, guys, seriously. Crush, uh, I guys, hope seriously. you're crushing everything.
0: <laughs> you can go on for hours. Oh, man. If you can make a business. Hey, bro, we're just here crushing crush this everything. podcast. I you know, know what I mean? Dude. We crushed be a post. beer. <laughs>
1: now we're crushing a podcast. I'm
0: crush <laughs> I crush <don't, yeah>. shit. <laughs> oh, man. That was fucking awesome. All right, all right. Back all right, to, back yeah, to we, seriousness. Yeah,
1: back to preparedness.
0: So the physical fitness thing, you know. Yeah. Um, you talk
1: that because you're like.
0: Physically. You're way more
1: physically fit than I am. What's wrong with you? You've been getting a lot of weight. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I gained, guys, I gained about 100 pounds. If you <laughs> see me at Shot Show and I look like a jelly donut, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. That's um, why you're
0: going to see Ash. He's going to put your ass in shape. I know. Yeah. Ash is going to. Oh, man. She's a boss. She is a beast. Yeah. I, that's not disrespectful, is it? Beast? No, no. Okay, she's, perfect. yeah.
1: She's a woman boss. She's a beast, man. It's awesome.
0: (laughs) Why do you say it like I I don't know. Dude, she's awesome. I know. I want to be as fit as as she is, so that's why we're doing this.
1: Anything we do (laughs) is like a lead-in to Mike getting into better as a human being shape (laughs) mindset. It's all for me. (laughs) We basically hold ourselves accountable. We put something out, and we're like, I don't want to be a hypocrite, bro. We have to do that. We do. So Um, you guys motivate us just as much as hopefully we motivate you. Dude,
0: I get up. I have, like, uh, I've been crushing Mindset uh, posts lately. You have Have been, been, bro. No, I don't read your shit. (laughs) Did you read the last one? Dude, Zach, did you read the last one? No. Mother of God. You guys suck. (laughs) Uh, um, I did a post about regret. And... um, Dude, it's like some dude comparing me to Walt Whitman. I feel like you're about to lose a tear on this one. (laughs) Some dude comparing me to Walt Whitman. I'm a huge fan. Not Walt Disney. Walt Whitman, bro. Yeah, got it. Got it. Um, But I think um, the whole point of that (laughs) drama (laughs) was that um, kind of what we – we have a lot of experience in special operations. And we lived this lifestyle that was full of behaviors that made (laughs) us good. And so and now we're fucking crazy. Now, right now. we're crazy, <laughs> lazy pieces of shit. <laughs> but uh, what's crazy is, it, I wouldn't categorize this no, as lazy. No, joke, joke. Get shooting the shit podcast. Come on. I know. I know. All right, keep going. But the the what I what I realized is, you know, a lot of special operations guys think that they live in the gray. Yeah. They think that they're cowboys. Yeah. The reality is, the reason we were good in special operations, no matter what level you were at or what service you were in, the reason that what made us great is the behaviors that were um, predetermined and executed daily. Yeah. You know, a lot of that was... Healthy habits. A lot of that was default by the institution. Yeah. Right? So it's not like we woke up as entrepreneurs... Right. ...or as uh, individuals and said, you know what? I'm going to go to the gyms from 0630 to... 10 o'clock, crush it, and then I'm going to the range. We had a lot of structure. Sure. And so what I've started to realize over time is that, you know, and Zach, you could give your two cents on this, is like when you're in special operations, you're programmed for uh, a warrior class. Yeah, success. You're programmed for success to be optimal. Yeah. But when you get out of uh, the military and you're a civilian, dude, it is all – it's not like – like we don't answer to anybody. Yeah. And so we have to like.
1: Well, we answer to each other. Which well, we answer is to properly.
0: each other. We hold each other accountable based off of the standards that we set in that past life. Sure. But it's, it's difficult, man. It's not easy to get off your ass. Like, what was your, what was your routine, Zach, in, uh, uh, in Pararescue, like, like on a, a daily basis? Like, what, walk me through a day of a PJ.
2: Oh. Uh. Wake up about 10, <laughs>
1: <laughs> stretch. Yeah. there's a fucking jelly man. donut right by my <laughs> bed, Pre-stage. I'm like I wonder what those dumb fucking RBSF guys are doing today, <laughs> eating your donut, <laughs> dumb asses, oh, oh. no seriously, what was your day like, uh, fucking tell
2: us, <laughs> no PT in the morning, um, if we're home station, we're getting ready for a trip usually, like a training trip, um, or a deployment. Or a deployment. Yeah. yeah, whatever it may be. And if we're not home station, we're out training, whether jumping, diving. We're always just keeping up on currencies and training, man. How many hours that's
0: a good. day do you did you typically work out?
2: Mm.
1: One or two. At least, I mean, right? yeah. At right. least, I mean. I mean, and that's least. not counting if you're out doing a training exercise that requires you to be doing physically. Something physical.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's. What were, you, what were your routines as a PJ and working out? Like, what was the typical routine? Like, did you guys have a regiment? Like, was it CrossFit? Was it...
2: It's usually CrossFit-y. Like, uh, circuit... Functional, type fitness. Stuff. Yeah, Functional fitness. Yeah, Then when you deploy, it's just Jack and, ch- jack and Tan. You want to come home it's huge. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, that's, uh... You know, when we do... When we're looking at physical fitness... You know, I thought about this, right? Cuz I thought about coming up with a 90-day program. I wanted to develop a program that was that somebody could follow. Like people don't want programs where they have 100 fucking choices. Yeah. That's like saying, "Hey, what do you want to eat? Here's 100 options." Like, yeah. no, give me 5 good well, ones. That's the
1: cool thing about all these pre-programmed workouts is like you decide what you want to follow and then it's given to you. There's no there's no thought thinking involved. It's like you get your ass in the gym, you know, time is precious. Obviously we've talked about time being a, a very limited resource and it's like, you got to make good use of it. So I get a workout. I go to the gym. I know exactly what I'm doing. I knock that shit the fuck out like a boss. And then I continue on with my day like a boss.
0: That's I, I, the program that we're developing is we're telling you what to do. Yeah, And the, the only variables in my, my eyes is your, is, is gender. Because of your physical capabilities and body weight. Right. And your actual size. Right. If you're a 225-pound dude, you better bench 225 10 times. Right. right? In the power phase of of building strength. Well, that's different, obviously, for a 120-pound girl. Yeah. So, you know, that's the variable of the program that I'm going to change. But everything else is the same. Because I don't believe... What I don't like is I don't like... Like, for example... I'm a level one CrossFitter. Like, I've been to all this shit with CrossFit. Hell, I've been doing CrossFit before it was even popular. We were doing that in special operations early. And what I don't like is uh, building this efficiency in the routine that leads you to be more efficient when the entire point of working out is to displace your physical body To be, not inefficient, but to break you down to build. So if if you can clean and snatch and you have this optimized process and then it's not as difficult, yeah, you could argue that you could increase the weight. But when you're doing it for speed and time, you lose something. Right. One of the things you lose is the potential of injury, which, I mean, it's, I guess, a gain in that fact that you potentially would get injured. Yeah. But what I don't like is the way that, that it's designed in the standard. Right. Functional fitness, which is what we did in special operations. I mean, me and you—I remember going through free fall school like a dec- almost a decade ago. Yeah, we were doing functional fitness routines that incorporated the core, hand, calisthenics, hand and eye coordination, hand and eye coordination, right? Hit routines, yeah. high-intensity interval training, and we were just overall fit. Right. So my, you know, Phil Kraft's program is not designed to get you jack nasty. Right. This is not designed to. If make you want to do that program, at... hit me up. <laughs> Have you seen Kurt? I,
1: I got, absolutely. I got the Jack Nasty program <laughs> down.
0: <laughs> you got the nasty. I don't know if you got the
1: Jack, um, but the uh... <laughs> Gut Nasty. I feel like everybody's listening <laughs> to this and they're like, he's definitely using some type of app to make himself look better. Well, everybody's
0: gonna look on your thing if they don't know you. They just know you're. They're like, dude, this dude's obese. <laughs> yeah. He's like 100% obese. yeah. He's sloppy the junk wagon. <laughs> so we're, we're trying to build this to where, look, it's functional fitness. I'm not interested in how fast you run a fucking 5K. I don't care. You know why? Because in survival, it's your overall fitness that's going to that's gonna matter. And so trust me on this. I'm going to do the 90-day program. We're going to release it on one end of the scale where you can purchase it um, entirely on its own. And then we're going to add it to the tribe upgrade. So if you want to upgrade, you can get into that content. Uh, or if you're an upgrade member now, you can see it. Yeah. And then we'll see. We'll see who wins. Yeah. I want, I want before pictures of you, Kurt. I want you to <laughs> pound <laughs> fucking beer and donuts for a week. Oh God. And then I want to Photoshop. You me. know I
1: can't do that anyways because I can't function that way. So. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. Last night was horrible. Yeah. Optimal fuel, bro. You know me. So, just not doing Oh, right. oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> not optimal right now. Yeah, that was bad. What else? Um, nothing. I think that was, uh, we wanted to shoot the shit a little bit, catch up with everybody, introduce Zach, um, talk about current events, not too much, um, but, you know, introduce Zach and let everybody know who he is, where he's going to be teaching, where we're teaching. Okay,
0: I want to put everybody on the spot. Uh oh. One pro tip. For the audience before they leave. Oh, why do you do that to I, me? Because bro? you have to get you guys you used to seminar people asking questions. That's easy. All right, so my I got mine. Fuck off! I was going is first. That your for- you go. looked at me. Do it. I'm kidding. Go do ahead. It. You're going to forget. How <laughs> am I get to you with your TBI? No, no,
1: no, no. no. This is good, actually. Go. This is uh, I talked about it a little bit, um, but a lot of this stuff that we're talking about right now that this all comes back to. Um, and if you listen to Modern Mindset 365, Mike and I. Uh, have touched on a little bit, both in our Instagram posts and everything we've talked about, but it's actually building healthy habits. And so fitness coming into Fieldcraft, it's something, like Mike said, we've done for 20-plus years because we were built uh, basically into a machine that way in special operations. And I'll tell you that if we're not working out at least probably four to five days a week now, like we feel like shit and our mental game is off. And and, we're insane. Yeah, we're a little bit crazy. It keeps us balanced. Um, But healthy habits, it's important both in your mindset, your physical well-being, relationships. And the definition that I used uh, was basically, you know, when you're looking at a healthy habit and defining something in your own life, um, it should be put against uh, the standard of if it doesn't help you mentally, physically or emotionally, then you need to get it out of your life. Done. Done. That was a
0: good one, yeah, what sucks good. about that one though is it like covered <laughs> all of ours <laughs> because I'm yeah. like, well, just use that one then that was it was really... good, it was good, all right, Zach, what's yours
2: um, I'd say just be realistic, you know, with all our training and e d c stuff, like just think about the scenario you're going into, what you really need, what you don't need, what could potentially go bad, what's gonna happen if it does go bad how w- how much you're willing to to suffer if things do go bad, and be prepared. To be right on that threshold of, like, I have an, enough gear that I'm not suffering too bad. Am I going too far down the rabbit hole? Does that make sense? No, 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 no it, it does, does make yeah, sense. Absolutely.
0: But <laughs> a lot of people, they do go too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And they don't have reasonable, uh, realistic expectations of what the reality is of the situation. So right. they're all over the fucking place.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I did a post the other day about, like, I always plan for my ex exfil to be walking out. So thinking about that, like... Yeah, I think about it before I leave, but I also think about how much gear I want to take in and how much I'm willing to suffer if I do have to walk out. So what does that mean? Like I'm not packing if it's going to take me a week to walk out. I'm probably not packing a week's worth of food to like drive like to go off roading. You know yeah. what I mean? Even if it might take me a week to come out, I've calculated like how much I'm willing to suffer. I threw a sleeping bag in there because I'm going to sleep good, but yeah. I'm going to be hungry.
0: You and know be what I mean? Like no, yeah, yeah. I like that whole like That's how, smart, what is it? How much? Are you, Are you willing, willing to, to suffer? suffer? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, like, you, it's almost like a scale. And, like, your life is, like, defined by that scale on the, the right side of it, which is, yeah, you, you could potentially not suffer at all, but there's going to be sacrifice. And on the Absolutely. left side of that, you're going to suffer a lot, but you're, right. you're also giving up a lot, which frees you up for movement or whatever it is Good in life. Good points, man. Yeah. solid. I think that's solid. Legit. Um, huh. Mine would be this intermittent fasting. Like, I think, I think because... We were a, talking about fucking donuts, and now you're like, <laughs> I'm not eating a donut for two weeks. So, somebody asked me, actually, Joe, Joe Diesel
1: asked me, um, uh... Just in case you're wondering, guys, we don't refer to you as your real name, so you're only known as I your don't even know, Instagram name. Listen, Kurt, underscore <laughs> PinfoCraft,
0: I don't know anybody's name anymore. Soft Survivor? That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Joe Diesel hit me up, and she's like, hey, um... How often do you fast? Because I'm doing every other day. My, my take on it, look, based on the 90-day program that I'm, that I'm about to release, which has an endurance day Saturday and a recovery day Sunday, um, you, which you'll need the fuel, which is glycogen, on board to prepare for that, right? And then in the restore phase, you're going to need protein and carbohydrates on board. It's, it's just optimal. Yeah. Throughout the week, there is nothing going to hurt you if you if you eat dinner at six o'clock at night, which is most people in the world. Um, they'll eat six to seven, right? Yeah. Let's just say seven o'clock. The next morning, seven in the morning. So you get up, go to work. You're at work, and then you wait until nine o'clock, which is your first meal. That's fourteen hours of a fast that will greatly benefit you. Yeah. Because you're here's here's my take on the because uh, I've done a lot of research on intermittent fasting. Is the best benefit to your body besides. Uh, the actual food uh, intake, the calories in versus burning out is the actual break that your body gets from processing and breaking down everything that 's like a reset right it 's a reset your body 's just quiet and it it 's actually improved my metabolism it 's got me less fat um, <laughs> less gunty and it's it 's actually benefited me man so stay hydrated, um, you know continue to take vitamins and minerals, and then eat good through the day. Right. Uh, I'm not saying you could pork it out, you know, pork it out. <laughs> Don't you're. Yeah. I think pork, you're, ta- yeah. pork, I think you're talking out. about something else, I bro. I am confused. Yeah.
1: That's my other pro tip. <laughs> Well, you were gonna just uh, talk about how uh, sex is a healthy exactly
0: the cardiovascular. You're gonna add that in. That's right? my next uh, pro tip. Yeah. All
1: right, that's good. I'm I'm done. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <it's fine. laughs> Mike looks all flustered right now. He's <laughs> like, I just told everybody to pork. <laughs> I'm oh, out of here. Damn it. Remember
0: that? What is that cloud That seminar that I told everybody? <laughs> oh, Dude, no, we're not <laughs> the going hard
1: on? No, 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 no. It was uh. We're gonna beat that off. For, oh yeah, it was bad. We were in we were in Las Vegas. We were doing an yeah. active shooter seminar, and I, I said beat off, but I admit, you s- yeah. yeah yeah it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. funny
0: though. Yeah, it was funny.
1: You looked at me right after you said it. I was standing <laughs> in the back of the class, and you were like, uh, "I just said
0: that." Uh, anyways, anyways, go on fullcrashsurvival.com. If you want to be a tri- to upgrade tribe upgrade member for as long as this episode is out, which is a week. Use the coupon code LOYALTY only for the Tribe Upgrade, and you'll get 50% off. Wow. You're a generous man. (laughs) I feel like I'm taking a
1: a cut in pay on this. (laughs) 50% Kurt won't eat or drink beer for a week. Yeah, exactly. Um, Guys, do the Tribe Upgrade. I'm fucking fasting for a week. No food, no beer. This is fucking crazy. I'm giving this up for you. Mike's offering this anyway. Tribe upgrade. Tribe upgrade. Do uh, it.
0: Zach underscore team Philcraft. Kurt underscore team Philcraft. Yeah. At soft survivor. Yep. Um, text survival to five five four nine eight if you want to be in the tribe update. Yeah. Which we do periodically. Which that's
1: just a free update of some good stuff. Yep. Pro tips, as we call them. That's it. Yeah. Just the tip. <laughs> All right. Where's your mind
0: at? I don't on this know, dude. Podcast? All right. Till next time. Stay alert. Stay alive.